Dude, I know you're super popular. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's just uh, wanted to touch base again. This is like part two, Eddie O'Broy. And, you know, what you're doing is phenomenal. I was just telling the guys here, um, I talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. I see you every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm still in awe of what you are doing. Right. But for the people. So welcome, everyone, to the Power Half Hour. Today we have Mr. Eddie Obroy, part two. He inspired us last year. Uh, today he's going to just blow our minds. Um, Eddie, what, why don't you go through a little bit about, I don't think you shared your uh, story last time, where you came from, how you grew up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I um, real quick, it's a long story. I'll make it short. I came to the U.S. when I was 16 and my brothers were in the restaurant business and I started working at a restaurant and I couldn't even speak English properly. I spoke broken English. And I remember being behind the counter, taking orders of teenagers while they were on their dates, laughing, enjoying life. And I'm washing dishes and I can't even speak the language. And it pissed the fuck out of me. Can I say, can I be raw? Okay. You're good. Pissed me off. So, and that, even me talking about it right now, it pisses me off even right now. I I never want to be there. Okay. So long story short, I just got on this journey of self-improvement. I was like, Hey, not, not only am I going to learn the language, I'm going to be a public speaker. I'm going to be talking to you. I'm going to be, and here I am doing it, you know? So, um, so I got into the, I came to California. I got into the real estate mortgage business about 20 years ago. And, uh, here I am. Yeah, man. Um, you had, you couldn't even speak English. You were here at 14 you went through some hard times. Uh, you came from nothing. How much money did you, you know, start with to, to you know, kill it? You had like 100 brokers as a mortgage uh, uh, brokerage owner, and yeah. then it all came crashing down. Um, tell us a little, little bit about uh, how you made it all back. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been a journey. So what happened in 2007, eight, we had the financial meltdown. And I, I was a mortgage broker. I wasn't doing real estate. I was a mortgage broker. We would do some real estate here and there, but I was doing mortgages. And at one point I had hundred agents working for me were gross, uh, you know, commission volume was like 12 million. I was doing really good. Uh, but then the market crashed and, uh, you know, I had to start from scratch. I lost pretty much everything, you know, heavily invested in, in the real estate uh, industry. I was buying properties all over the place, like Hawaii, Chicago, New York, Miami. I was thinking that I was doing the right thing because my friends were buying, you know, Ferraris and I was buying properties thinking I was doing the right thing, but the market crashed and it brought me to my knees. And uh, yeah, so basically I had to kind of move out of the Bay Area for a couple of years because it's so expensive here. So I lived in a small town. I bought a home for 300,000. I had a little bit of money left, Uh, but but the fire inside of me, like, no, I don't want to, settle i don't want to stay there i could have been okay because it was a cheap home i had a good lifestyle yeah and i'm like hey i want to be i want to be where the movers and shakers are yeah so i pushed myself and i came back to the bay area i rented a house and just started from scratch you know instead of having a team uh, the funny thing is i never when i was a mortgage broker i was running a team and i was like hey guys let's go let's go i'm trying to motivate them but there came a point, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just going to have to roll up my sleeves and do it. Because people were not motivated back then, 2007, 8, 9. They were tough years. Yeah. Tough years. So, uh, so I just rolled up my sleeves and I got into the real estate business and it, it's, I struggled. 
but but after you know connecting with Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, meeting with people like you, you John, you are you probably can you're a witness. You saw my skill set four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, John, I reached out to John. Hey, John, I want to role play with you, and I couldn't even talk to this guy. I mean, he he can he can attest to that. So. Um, so yeah, but the thing is, it's all about like every day. It's a routine, right? We have a routine. We just follow a routine. It doesn't matter how big the goal is. Let's say if your goal is to speak English, or if your goal is to make money, or if your goal is to play piano, your goal is to become a public speaker. You just gotta practice every day, and I, I do that religiously. And John, you've seen me. So every day it doesn't matter. Like our five AM club, I've never never quit that. I mean, I'm, I'm always there. And I have certain routines that I follow. And in return, that just makes me a lot of money. That's crazy. Uh, Eddie. If I, if I tell people, you know, what you were, you know, four years ago versus today that, you know, because coming from nothing and making $1.2 million in GCI is already like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? Right. And right. so, you know, I, I, I talked to Eddie every, almost every single day since 2000. 17 and he always affirmed to himself i'm going to make 2.5 million dollars a year i'm going to make 2.5 million dollars a year and he chanted that for like three four years guys and you made fun of me like (laughs) i was like dude that's that's too big a goal that's too big a goal you need to be realistic he's like i don't give a shit yeah right i'm just gonna go for it yeah and lo and behold this year Mm-hmm. You're on, you're already at two million. You're on track for three million. You see, I hit. What was this? Yeah. So, what was the switch? Do you think that had you go from one two uh, to three? You know what happens is when you work hard, you reach a plateau, and then you just take off. And a perfect example, I was talking to my coach Larry Kozak, and he gave me a really good example. You know the if you think about the bamboo plant, you know the way it grows. It first you when you put plant the seeds, it takes years. It takes like five years for it to kind of get, get going. But then within, within like, it's kind of weird, within two, three months, it goes up like 50 feet. Right? Mm-hmm. So the point I'm trying to make is all the hard work that I had been doing, you know, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Eventually, I started getting a lot of attention from uh, other agents, other peers, and they wanted to work with me. And I... I think John, you you even told me to do a team thing like three four years ago. Like, no, I don't want to do a team. I'm very happy by myself, making a million bucks. Good life is good. I don't want to babysit because I had this, I had that bad experience right as a mortgage broker. That's like, right. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to babysit people. Mm-hmm. But, but what happened was interestingly, um, I had some people approach me. I had a lady, single mom. She approached me uh, three, two years ago. She's like, hey, her teenage daughter is going through some stuff. I just want you to coach her. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that. And now she's doing really well. She's, you know, she just closed $5 million uh, last month. Wow. So, and that's, she's only 18. Okay. <laughs> then there was another guy who was like, hey, I want you to help my son. He's a little off track. And I started doing that. But, the, but these experiences were so gratifying. I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of fun, actually. Right. So I switched my mindset from like uh, I'm babysitting people to just, I want to be a good leader, ah. right? That switch happened about a year ago, okay? And all of a sudden, I'm attracting people like Magnus. They want to work with me. They want to work mm. with me. So I attracted a lot of good people. Now I have a, a pretty decent team. And that's how, why my business just tripled, you know, because obviously they're coming in, they're bringing in business. I can leverage. I can do more. 
So for like four years in a row, I was doing 50 transactions a year. Last year, I did uh, 74. This year, I'm already at 123. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's just, just, yeah, it's just, it's the accumulation effect. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like being, it's just like working out, right? You be attached to the process, right? Whatever that process is. It's very simple. 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes of strength training, veggies, lean meat. You do that for six months. You do that for six years. Oh, you do that for 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Holy shit. Same thing here. Same That's shit. practice. Yeah. Role play. Have a routine. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. This morning, I have some bad allergy yeah, issues. Yeah, I think I, you know that. This morning, man, I, I haven't felt... I thought I was, I got hit by a truck when I thought about this morning at 4 a.m. I was like really looking at the bed and literally thinking about texting you. Hey, it's the first time I'm going to wow. call in sick because I was bad, my, my migraine, my allergies. But instead, what I did was I, I got really pissed off and I did 325. Wow. My record is 300. I did 325 and I was sweating, but that feeling was so good. Like, you know what? I'm going to put a leash on this shit. I'm not going to let whatever it is who's telling me go back to bed and sleep no it's not gonna work like that and here i am feel great i've never felt so good so it's really interesting how you have to play those mind games but again it comes down to the routines man and thanks to you you know you, you've been you've been my great accountability partners and we've been doing this for like four or five years so it's been it's been a great journey i'm in awe man because you fought through um many many days you didn't want to show up yeah. Uh, so what keeps you going in spite of the pain that you feel, in spite of the discomfort that you feel, in spite of the mood that you felt that day and you kept showing up? You know, like you and I have been role playing for how many years? Four years? Four or five years. Yeah. We, we have either one of us. We have never skipped. Never skipped. You've never skipped. I've never skipped. Right. Ever. Unless you're on vacation or whatever. Right. And that's the key. Right. Mm. The accountability. Right. If I didn't have the accountability with you for affirmations, TM meditation, 5 a.m. club, role-playing, prospecting, and mastermind groups, if I didn't have that, game mm. over. You know what I mean? It's all about the accountability. You know, we human beings, we will not do something for ourselves, but we'll do it for somebody else. For example, let's say if you're like, hey, I'm going to work out every day. And you go, you're motivated, you go two, three weeks in a row, but then you lose your motivation. But if, if I'm like, hey, John, I'm going to meet you at 5 a.m. every day and we're going to work out. Now it's a little bit different because, you mm -hmm. know, especially if it's somebody you respect. So you want to have an accountability with someone you respect. Mm -hmm. And John and I, we, you know, we are we're great friends, but we call each other out. If we're messing up or we're, he calls me out, I call, hey, John, that's not right. Think like this. You call me out. And that's the kind of shit you want in your life. You want people out there who are going to motivate you, who are going to keep you accountable. Because without that, man, I'm the laziest person in the world. Right. You know, on the weekends, so I, on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, I, I'll sleep for 10 hours because I, 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 I can sleep. But weekdays, I don't, it doesn't matter, two hours, four hours of sleep, I'm up and I'm going. Eddie, that's incredible. Um, you got to reach out, guys. You got to have an accountability partner. To, to hold you to what your goals are, right? So many years we've been holding each other accountable, Eddie. Now, mm -hmm. I do want to ask you this. You can teach someone how to make a million dollars, but I'm the belief that you can't teach someone how to want to make a million dollars. 
right? So what, what makes you want to? Well, you know, I, I, again, we, I think you and I are both like, I think it, no matter how much money we're going to make, we're always going to be hungry for more because it's not about the money. I mean, there's only so much money we need for, we can, you got a house, you got a car, what are you going to do? You know, you got to just buy investment properties. My main thing is I want to hang out with people like John Sy, Michael Young, Hal Swayze, Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry. That's my thing. Anthony Robbins, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, I, I want to be at that level. You know what I mean? And if I want to be at that level, I have to think big. I just wrote a check for $100,000 for community, wow. local community. Just like that. Dude. You know, I'm not, I'm trying, trying to impress you, but impress upon you. You got to think big. You got to think, I got to blow up. You got to blow up, but you're not going to blow up if you are stingy. Guess what? You attract oh. what you are. If you're stingy, you're going to attract stingy clients. If you're flaky, you're going to attract flaky clients. If you're lazy, you're going to attract lazy clients. So you need to become the person you want to attract. So that's why I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm yeah. on. You know, it doesn't matter. I can make a million bucks, but it, it's not going to stop either you or me because that's just how we are. We're like, okay, what's next? What's and you're next? relentless. You are relentless. Writing a check for, you know, to, and guys, he writes it in his journal every single day that he wants to donate $300,000 this year. And, you know, the guy just wrote a hundred thousand dollar check. I mean, that is thinking big. Uh, and I do want to touch on this a little bit more, Eddie. I think you were in the belief like Grant Cardone that cash is trash, especially for a salesperson. You don't carry any cash balance in, in your I, account. Isn't that scary? I, I don't keep any cash balance in my account. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is, yeah, you know, if you have money in front of you, it makes you complacent. And so what I do is typically if I have, you know, any money sitting in my bank, I'll do the syndication. I'll buy a property. I just want to make sure I'm always on the edge. I want always want to push myself. Now, that doesn't mean that you'd be stupid and buy stupid shit right. and not be financially responsible. No, obviously, I have my lines of credits available if I need the money. But I, I don't want to see too much money in my bank account because then you're just like, hey, I got to. I got a million bucks or half a million bucks sitting in the sitting in the bank. Let's take it easy, you know. So, so yeah, I, you always want to push yourself, keep yourself on the edge. And I think it's dumb to have cash sitting in your checking account. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's. Uh, I you know most of us would like to have a cushion. Yeah. What What makes you so courageous? <laughs> you know, um, like I said. So what I do is, yeah, I do have a cushion as well. I obviously need some kind of cushion. So I do have money in the stock market. I do have money in my lines of credits mm, that okay. I have access to if I need, if I need it, but I, I just don't want to keep too much cash um, in my, in my checking account. Yeah. I think that's a new concept for salespeople. And Mike always told me that uh, you never want to have cash balance. Even my uh, previous mentor, uh, Bob Rennie, he always told me if you have cash flow, you don't need a cash balance. Exactly. It makes you complacent. Right. 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 So you just keep buying property, keep buying property, and then making that cash balance low so you can get to action. That's right. Isn't that tiring though, Eddie? You know, um, it can be tedious. It can be tiring. But think about this. If you look at athletes, it's the tedious shit that they do day in, day out. Look at Tom Brady practicing eight, nine hours a day. Look at Michael Phelps swimming 365 days a year day in day out doesn't matter how you feel it's tedious it's tiring but that's why you want good people like 
yourself around. I do have John, Sai, and I are so blessed, but but it happened by design. It doesn't happen. It's not like people just came to us. We reached out to each other. I reached out to John. I saw him on the stage a few years ago. I'm like, I want I want to talk to this guy, and I and he was like, Who the hell are you? But but the thing is, you have to. But you have to reach out. You have to reach out. And right now, I'm I'm friends with all the top agents in the Mike Ferry organization because I am reaching out. And I am I am paying attention. I want to I, I genuinely want to be their friends. Like John and I, we may not see each other for two three years, but whenever we meet, we're just like hugging and laughing. And and to answer your question, you need that. You need people like DK, you, fun people around you who 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 make it exciting. We're always laughing. We're sending each other stupid jokes on WhatsApp because that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Otherwise, the same shit. It's the same shit day in day out, day in day out. I mean. And that goes for anything you want to do or you want to be good at. You want to become a bodybuilder, same thing, day in, day out. It's so tedious, right? You want to become an athlete, same thing. Now, I talk about financial fitness. This is financial fitness. Mm. The blueprints are given to you, okay? Just like, you know, I mean, you don't want to get healthy. That's one thing. But financial fitness, shit, all you got to do is make some calls, pick up the phone, and improve yourself every day. That's, that's easy. Just got to, you have to do it. So what I'm hearing you say is that the the secret is actually in your routine. The secret is actually in the repetition Mm. and the repetitious boredom that you go through every single day that have accumulated over the years. And all of a sudden, boom, Boom. you hit that big goal. Exactly. Right. So guys really focus on your daily routine. Um, And I want to remind everyone that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. It's not a sprint. So but how do we keep fresh? Because, you know, a lot of people are tired. Everybody, you know, COVID, it's work to no end. We can't travel. We can't do much. And you say to me and the group, guys, he says this every single day. I kid you not. Every day is a vacation. Talk about that mindset. Yeah, every day. Guys, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to tell you to step up. So I'll give you an example. I call one of my buddies, Rob Pistone. Uh, and I was like, hey, Rob, I'm tired. I feel, you know, so boring, same shit. And he goes, boo-hoo, Eddie, boo-hoo. Cry me a fucking wow. river. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he was going to say, hey, go take a vacation, take some time off. Right. Like, dude, what are you complaining about? You're dressed up nicely. You're driving nice cars. You're in a beautiful office. You're making some few phone calls. There are people out, you know, what's the real hard work is construction worker out there working at night, you know, or people out there who work their asses off. That, this, is, this is easy. So to me, like right now, uh, I haven't had a break since 5 a.m. And it's been so much fun. I worked out with John, did my affirmations. I had a great meeting with my staff. I'm writing an offer, getting a listing. Now I'm talking to you. After you, I'm going to have another meeting with my people. But it's fun. For me, it's fun. It's exciting. You know, because where else do you get to make this kind of money? And all you have to do is blah, blah, blah. You just have to talk. Right. I mean, think about it. We just have to talk. You're making money for just opening your mouth. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to sell anything. You just open your mouth and you talk and you make money. So it's that simple. So that's why I say every day is a vacation. I keep sending pictures to John if I'm having a good meal and if I'm having a drink or coffee or whatever. It's, it's, uh, and I live in the Bay Area, which is beautiful. Uh, so just, so I, I'm like, Hey, every day is a vacation. I can't, I mean, today I'm supposed to hang out with one of my buddies at 4 PM. I'm looking forward to it. Amazing. So you spent a majority of your career, um, prospecting. 
Exactly. And then now I'm noticing more and more that it's more about attracting for you. When did that switch? Because now I see all the business coming to you more than you are making the cold calls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is the split now between you prospecting versus people coming to you? Man, I mean, uh, you know, if you do a good job uh, and if you are passionate and if you are genuine and if you're kind, you are going to attract that. Like I said earlier, you become the person you want to attract. You know what I mean? So, so I've been working on myself. I've been trying to polish myself. And so is John. And we, we've been doing it for years and, and I know it's going to get better and better because we're not, we're never going to be satisfied. You know what I mean? So when you're polishing that ax every day, every day, every day, you are going to become attractive. Mm. You know what I mean? And when the attraction comes, then, then it's just easier to close more deals. Because first of all, you're not attached to the outcome. Yes. In a point, they can see through your confidence. People like confident people. Right. You know what I mean? And, and then you develop a good personality by having a good mastermind group or having good accountability partners because they all help you a little bit. You, you are the average of five people you most talk to, period. Yeah. So, you know, you know what I mean? So who are you talking to? Who are your friends? So I, I take that uh, take that process quite seriously. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, the question was, what's the split between prospecting and attracting clients? Oh, split between <laughs> prospecting and attracting clients. Okay, uh, so I, I, would say, I would say it's about 70, 30. 70% uh, attracting and wow. 30%. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So, and you've been in real estate now total ever since the crash, about 12 years now, would you say? Uh, I would say not even 12 years because I got into shorts sale. I don't know if okay. short sales are popular in Canada. Did short sales for a good three, four years. And realistically, I've been doing traditional real estate for about seven years. Seven years, guys. Yeah. And out of those seven years, how many years did you, were you like kind of in the grind, let's say, 100% prospecting? Oh, man. I would say first four years. First four years, guys. Yeah. So, Learn from Eddie, be willing to grind it out, which is okay. Yep. I've seen the grind from Eddie seven days a week. He would prospect Monday to Friday, and then he would do mega open houses on Saturday and Sunday. Yep. But he loves it. Yeah. Now it's coming. So now it's 30%, a little bit of prospecting, but majority of it are people coming to you. Coming to me, yep. But if you didn't grind that hard in the first four years, that wouldn't have come to you. Oh, you have to work your ass off. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not really, it's not really hard work, guys. If it's really hard work, we'd be dig- digging ditches. Again, it's about blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. All day long. Work on your skills. Be consistent. Get some accountability partners and keep moving forward and reach out to people if you need help, right? We're all available with social media. You can literally DM uh, Eddie after this and ask him questions and he will get back to you. And he's really good at that. Totally. Right. So Eddie, do tell me though, right now, see the market's changing a little bit. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for the people that haven't gone through a downturn or a changing market? Yeah, I think uh, I'm working on it already. So Mm. we can play partners, work on those scripts, you know, price adjustment script, how to price a property, how to list a property in the changing market. And that's something that I haven't experienced for quite a few, Quite, quite some time. And I think I was telling John and DK that, hey, that's something I need to work on. Yes. So we're going to work on it. So we are working on it already. So when I role play now, and I, that's something that we talk about, we discuss, because the thing is that when the market shifts, you know, 
there can be a lot of opportunities. But at the same time, majority of the agents, they have to leave the business mm. and hang in there. You know what I mean? So you really have to work on your skill set because you don't want to be in a situation where the market shifts and you just jump, you know, you just fall off the ship. You don't want that. So that's what practicing your scripts, having very intense prospecting sessions, mm. very intense. You know what I mean? Because those two things will protect you from any kind of shift in the market. Yeah, we just talked about it on our clubhouse call this morning is that to, to counteract a changing market, mm -hmm. uh, you can actually get more market share. Number That's one right. thing is get back to prospecting. That's right. Get back to the basics yep. and work on your skill set. Uh, and I'm going to quote Aaron Novello. He says, skill the fuck up. And yep. Couldn't be better put than that. So guys, get back to prospecting. Work on your skill set. How many coaches do you have working on your skills for you? Man, John, you know me. I I have a business coach. I have a communication coach. Two. Yeah. I have a life coach. Three. Okay. Coach. Four. I have a personal trainer coach. I have a piano coach. I have a Spanish coach. You know, I I spend I spend about seven to ten grand a month on personal development. Because I just love it. Because, you know, it just, because it, you know, it's not about making a million or $2 million or $5 million a year. It's the person you need to become to make that kind of money. Wow. You know? Okay. So whatever your goals are, you know, if you're, if you want to make a million bucks a year, you want to make 5 million bucks a year. It's not about just prospecting and it's not about just making calls. It's about, okay, what do I have to do to become that guy? who can make 5 million bucks a year. Mm. That guy obviously has to be more polished, right? Yes. I mean, the reason why Mark Zuckerberg is Mark Zuckerberg because he's polished. He knows what the hell he's doing. Or Elon Musk, right? So that's what we need to work on. Because my goal, I'm not, not going to be satisfied. I'm going to do my own more affirmations. I'm going to make 5 million bucks a year, 10 million bucks a year. So, huh. But now the question is, what do I need to do? Well, what I need to do, I know, is do what I'm doing, which is work with all these coaches. They're going to help me develop my personality, which is going to attract more clients, which is going to means, mean more money. So again, it's not about just money. Who gives a shit, right? Like how much, let's say you have a million dollars in your bank or billion. It's not about that. It's the quality of people you have in your life. Mm. Okay? I really believe in that. So that's, that's my goal. I just want to attract, you know, quality of people. You know, it's about, it's not about how much money you're going to leave behind. It's about what happens when you leave how many people are going to be impacted by you and your life? So really, you it's know? about leaving legacy for you then. The legacy. Yeah. Wow. Is that the, is that the ultimate big goal is, is like what you can leave behind? Or is there something else that drives you every single day? Man, you are just so relentless. I got to say, I mean, you're so much energy every single day. I'd be pissed off, you know, in the morning getting together with Eddie. I'm like, don't make me smile. Don't make me smile. But he is just loving life. What drives you? What's your why? Yeah, you know, it's and it's not that, you know, I don't have like this morning was tough. It's not like every day I'm like, yeah, ooh, let's go. No, it's not like that. You know, most most days you're like, oh shit, gotta do it again. But I think you you gotta know your why, whatever that why is. My, my why is that kid, 16-year-old behind the counter, taking orders. Wow. And I get pissed off even thinking about I, I never want to be there. I'm wow. so pissed off. There's a fire in my belly. So that's my why. I'm like self-improvement. I never want to be that asshole who can't speak, who's shy, who's introvert, who's insecure, 
all that bullshit. I want the other guy who's mm. confident, who's a go-getter, who's going to kick some ass. That's what I want. And I'm not there yet. Jeez. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, everybody wants to take action. Everybody wants to become the better version of themselves. Do you ever experience any fear that stops you from taking action? Absolutely. And there's a favorite quote out there, which I love action conquers fear. Mm. So whenever I'm fearful, Hey, you know what? Start working. Like this morning I was fearful. Oh my gosh, I'm getting sick. Dude, 325 burpees. Wow. <laughs> you know, like love that, you know, action. And before you know it, the fear is gone. You know what they say is if you chase fear, fear will run away. Ooh. You know? So I, when fear comes to me, I'm like, okay, bring it. That's bring it. it. Yeah. If you chase fear, fear runs away. Don't let fear chase you. It's not real. Yeah. Man, Eddie, thank you for that. Last parting thought for the crowd to have them finish strong for 2021. What would it be? Man, keep it simple. Keep it simple. There's no magic wand. There's no magic CRM. There's no magic leads. There's no magic anything. There's no magic coaches. There's no magic. <laughs> it, it, you just have to work your ass off. That's the magic. So get up, stand up, have a routine, follow the routine, and don't forget to have fun. It's all fun and games, guys. We're not saving babies over here. You know, there are people out there, there are doctors out there who stay in a, you know, operating on a kid for like 24 hours in a row trying to save a life. Now that's a real fucking work. Yeah. And there are people out there who are trying to land on Mars, fucking developing, you know, medicine for trying to cure cancer and fucking coronavirus. Now that's fucking, we have to fucking yeah. calls. It's fucking, yeah. I feel like shit. I feel like, dude, I feel guilty. I feel guilty, man. Like, come on. You know, Eddie, today I was expecting some, Super juicy secret uh, to go from 1.2 million to 3 million. Guys, th there is no magic. There is no secret sauce. You're, you're, you're looking at it. Your daily routine. Be consistent. Prospect. And have some fun. Be grateful for what we have. It's a lottery ticket to become a realtor. Guys, please, everybody, thank Eddie uh, for me. Eddie, um, I see you every day. And again, I just want to say congratulations on all the big goals achieved. I'm in all of you every single day. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for your contribution today. Likewise, brother. I love you. See all you right. soon. Love you too.